0: Hi, this is Carolyn Weston with Blind Spot. Program produced and presented by the Southern Branch of the Association of Blind Citizens. Uh, we're still hoping to have a sponsor next month. Uh, we still haven't got one. So, if you're interested in sponsoring our program, please give a call to two one eight nine eight nine one, which is the radio station, and say that you're interested in sponsoring Blind Spot. Um, it's not too expensive, and we certainly would uh, assist you in even having a program and talking about how blind people can access and use your services. So, um, let's face it, <laughs> another month's been and gone, and we're nearly into half the month, year gone. And you're currently listening to Southland Community Radio, which is 96.4 on the radio tuner, or you're listening via the internet no matter how you're listening to us I hope you enjoy our programme today. Well I haven't got a guest today because I've got so much information to share you with you um, I do have a guest lined up for June, uh, the person lives in the North Island and she's actually going to be in Southland in June so hopefully I might be able to get her into the studio, if not we'll talk to her over the phone um, but anyway, last time I speak, spoke to you was a month ago, and I talked about going to the Deaf Blind Association Spur Seminar they've had, and so that was great. Andrea Courtney and I went from Invercargill, and Andrea's daughter came as a support person for her. We had a wonderful time. We went to the Vaughan Anglican. Um, retreat centre in Long Bay in Auckland, and it was very, very peaceful and lovely, uh, just near the beach, and it felt like we were in lockdown. It was quite interesting. Uh, We only saw the people that came in to be guest speakers, or each other, and of course the staff at Vaughan Centre. But we did enjoy some very interesting presentations. um, Some were from people I knew like Jonathan Mosin from Workbridge talking about how disabled people can get um, into work and also talking about some of the changes with regards to Workbridge funding especially for the support funding that people get um, when they're um, working and the disability support. The other issues were of course to do with hearing aids and also to do with equipment to assist people who are blind, uh, braille equipment and um, that was to do with technology braille but also to do with um, things like how to cope with being blind and hearing impaired or being quite deaf and having a vision impairment. So we had a number of people who were Um, either quite deaf and had a vision impairment or we had lots of people that were blind or legally blind and had a hearing impairment so there was quite a mixture and we had some people one person in the wheelchair as well so there's quite a lot of different people Uh, and the issue um, that was probably most on people's mind was communication and sharing information Um, For people who are deaf, communication is an issue and for people who are blind, receiving and accessing information is an issue. So as you can see, to have a a dual disability of hearing and sight impaired means that you can have a problem communicating and receiving information. So it's a double whammy there. On a Tuesday night, we had... um, Tim Bray from a theatre company in Auckland and they produce theatre for children and do a lot of the children's plays like some of the um, stories that people have written they put them into a play and we had a video of part of Greedy Cat and um, it was cool we all enjoyed it it had an audio description in it and they also, on the video, had another section where they had New Zealand sign language on it as well. So you could either have just the plain video, or you could listen to it with audio dis- um, description, or you could listen to it with the New Zealand sign language um, interpreter um, on the corner of the page as well, or screen I should say. So that was very interesting and... With the having to have videos, and this is an Auckland company, they never come to Invercargill. So I'm hoping I can get like at least one copy of um, one of their plays with children and try and promote it here in Southland, because I'm sure some of the schools and the early childhood education centres would be very interesting, interested in this um, video. Now there's a lot happening in town. I was amazed when I came into the studio this morning to find that the usual park that we normally park in in Don Street for people with disabilities, Accessible Park, has disappeared. There's roadworks there, and there's roadworks all around the town, from basically from Don Street down to Tay Street, and then along Tay Street in a long day, Don Street to Calvin Street, and then from Don Street down to Calvin, uh, down to Tay Street. So there's like two blocks, and if you are blind or vision impaired, I would not advise coming into town and going around those two blocks, unless you're with a sighted person, because it's just too confusing. There's not that many shops around in those areas at this stage, I think the shops that you'd probably miss will be the ones on the um, north side of S Street and the north side of Don Street. Um, Yes, I was surprised about Don Street being gone on the north side of the street. So I'd just be aware of that. Um, I believe these roadworks are going to take a long time. So um, I'd go to places like Farmers or the Warehouse or... um, H&J Smith's or um, K Markle's or some of these other shops and shop there because it just is a little too dangerous by yourself. Now, the other change in Invercargill, of course, is the bus routes. Now, um, yesterday, which was the 24th of May, which just happened to be, if you want a little bit of funny information, was Queen Victoria's birthday. She was born on the 24th of May. There's something to keep in the back of your mind if you go to one of the um, quiz evenings. Um, Invercargill changed their bus routes. This has been on the cards for probably about 18 months or so. And this has finally happened. And so there is now six bus routes and they are leaving half an hour each time. So there's like It'd be that. 9 o'clock, this is an example, 9 o'clock from town, then half past 9 from the suburb back into town. So you have totally different new bus routes. Now if you are vision impaired, you will not be able to see the pamphlet which is called Bus Smart um, Route Information. However, if you uh, cannot see that, you can go into the City Council and they can give you a copy of a list of bus stops that you can get this is a very large print they've done a very good job here the only trouble is it is quite confusing which working out which is your own route um i did work out in the end <laughs> that the route that um i go to which is now called the um it was the Q, but now it's called clifton route it's number four On the list here uh, that I've got with the bus stops, but on the actual um, pamphlet it says Route 1, so it just a bit doesn't make sense. Um, So, anyway, if you need that information, please ring up this council and ask them if they can get you a copy. Or they might, I don't know if they'll post it to you, but they certainly will give it to you if you need one. There is about, probably about Maybe three, maybe about two or three copies still left. That blind low vision that Gordon's got in the office there for people who are members of Blind Low Vision NZ, um, because you would, you certainly won't be able to see the pamphlet. The other thing is they have changed the bus hub. It used to be outside Movie Land Theatre. And now, with all the works and everything, you can imagine it's not safe to have the bus stops there anymore. So, for temporary purposes, they've put the bus stops outside H&J Smith's and also the old St. John's Church near the Civic Theatre. So, if you want to keep the bus, now I have no idea which bus stops where, so you're going to have to find that out when you get there. Now, the other issue that is going to affect us who are blind or vision impaired is because the bus stop r- stops and the routes are all different now, um, we have no audio announcements on the buses anymore, which is really disappointing. However, we are being assured by um, Russell and Nathan that they will install the bus audio uh, announcements once again. They are working with a guy in Dunedin and they're hoping to get the audio announcements and buses in both Dunedin and Invercargill. We will need to be consulted about this because they are looking at different methods. Of course, the technology's changed, but we do want to make sure that the announcements are accessible to all blind people and people who are vision impaired. We don't want it just to be accessible to people who have access to smartphones so that's really important to know if you have any questions ring up the city council about buses um and i'm sure they'll be able to assist you and if you um are confused about audio announcements not being there anymore you can always ring up gordon at the blind low vision nz and he can put you on to me um and i can talk to you about it as well but until everything settles down, which is going to take a few years. Um, we're a bit up in the air at this stage. So sorry about that. But, you know, we've enjoyed audio announcements on buses for so long. We're going to find it quite devastating not to have it anymore. And we and we promoted them for Capital City Council for doing this. I'm not quite sure why um, they have left it to the last minute to... Um, put the audio announcements into buses I think it's almost like they forgot they had to do it until oh we haven't done that and now it's left to you know add on type thing instead it should be actually there when the buses new bus route started but unfortunately it's not so if anybody would like to help us advocate that we get our audio announcements back that would be great well as I said, I've got a, um, a, a guest next month, so it'd be better than listening to me waffle on all the time. But as you can see, there's just so much information to give you. It was best just to tell you. And I did try and get Russell or, well, Nathan's not able to, but Russell to come. But he's just so busy with this bus routes and, of course, all these roadworks and stuff all around the city that uh, he was unable to come as well so unfortunately he had to put up with me but next month we'll have a, as I said, a guest and it'll be better so until then it's Carolyn Weston saying bye for now The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.